Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in Ohio State Football Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Tully. Thanks for joining us once again in another interesting summer week coming up for Ohio State fans, considering the horizon of a passing for a 12-team college football playoff and the announcement for some of the Vegas lines showing that Ohio State is opening as a double-digit favorite in all their Big Ten games, including against Michigan, Penn State, Minnesota is kind of hovering on that line. For that first game of the year, you never know what you can get there, but I mean, if Ohio State comes through, takes care of business like they should against Michigan, uh, against Minnesota and Oregon right out of the gate, then by September 18th, they have two high-quality wins that can basically walk their way into the playoff um, without a real challenge. I mean, maybe you say Penn State is a challenge on Halloween weekend, October 30th. You get Penn State, Nebraska, Purdue, Michigan State, Michigan. Um so, you know, maybe there's some time for one of these teams to sneak up and surprise you. I don't think Minnesota's going to surprise you on opening night. That's a game that they need to tuck in the middle of the season to give Minnesota a chance. You're going to get Ohio State at full health, at full tilt, coming off a national championship loss. Um, now you could get, a, you know, an inexperienced quarterback and see what happens there, and that's probably why the line is the way it is. But they figure that by the middle of the season, Ohio State's going to be able to figure out what they're doing, both offensively and defensively. Um, and I think defensively they're going to be in really good shape. Shape. They lost a couple starters, but nobody of the Chase Young, Bosa level, I would say, that uh, moved on. And, you know, even Sean Wade, who last year came in as a number one cornerback, didn't really play like a number one cornerback last year. So those younger guys, Seven Banks, and um, the other corners really st- need to step up. But I-, I wouldn't worry about that too much. I don't think with the talent on the board, uh, you know, on the schedule, there's a lot to worry about. I mean, that kind of leads into... Today's topic, and, and this will be another short episode just with the summer going on and everything, um, but, and speaking of the lines, our show is brought to you by Bet Online. This month of June is heating up with a ton of sports action, and Bet Online is where you can find it. From basketball and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures, Bet Online has the latest odds, news, information for all your sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head over to Bet Online and start playing today. Um, you're probably going to get it somewhere 
on the other side of the money with the negative in there. But if you want to throw ahead a future on Ohio State Big Ten Championship and Ohio State to make it to the national championship, I think that's that's your bet of the week. So I'll pass that along and see what you want to do. Also, um, depending on what happens tonight in Islanders Lightning, I think uh, picking against the Canadians uh, is also a nice bet. I just like the way the Islanders and the Lightning both play. And while the Canadians are a nice story, they're, they're goaltender carried right now so they're going to need to generate some more points in both tampa bay and the islanders can score and are going to be coming off a huge high win in game seven although you know after last night getting that win for montreal i'm sure they'll be riding high as well but i like uh the other team to come in there and win regardless of whether it's the islanders or tampa bay especially if it's tampa bay i like that back to football though right and, and of course thanks to bet online for for sponsoring us and, and supporting the show we very much appreciate it and if you're a fan of the show you're a fan of bet online so get in there throw something down and uh wait for it to prosper in november once ohio state starts working through all these teams but yeah they're going to be a double digit spread um maybe there's a trap maybe there's something that falls in there maybe indiana um, comes up and plays you tough again they always play ohio state tough but down year for penn state Michigan is still on the downwards trajectory, I would say. Um, we'll see what J.J. McCarthy has, but I'm not sure he's going to be your starter this year anyways um, up there in Ann Arbor. That game is in Ann Arbor, so maybe it does give Michigan a chance, although it, it's uh, it's been quite some time since that game has gone in the uh, maize and blue direction. So I love Ohio State throughout the season. And that kind of brings up the broader question of the show, right, where, all right, if Ohio State has, you know, 12 regular season games, I think. Let's see, they have... Yeah, 12 regular season games, which is a lot. Very abnormal amount of regular season games. Seems like one or two more than normal. If they have that and they're not favored or they're not within a 10.5 point spread in any games, maybe Oregon and Minnesota will be tighter as we get close just because of the question marks around the quarterbacks and everything like that. What is the point of the regular season anymore? Are you just playing walk-in rivalry games to say, okay, well, we beat Penn State this year, we beat Indiana this year, Michigan. I would worry a little bit about for Ohio State is the players saying, all right, well, we can still drop one and make the playoffs, and heck, you could probably drop two and make the playoffs because you're going to have a handful of big wins and you're going to win a lot of games by a lot of points. And with Ohio State carrying that name, you know, in the past it was, okay, everybody was upset because Notre Dame or because Ohio State got into the playoff because of these big brands. I mean, what do you think is going to happen now? Do you really think that they're going to sneak in a one-loss UCF team or a two-loss Cincinnati team over Michigan, over Penn State, if they have one or two losses? No way. So Ohio State is basically an automatic bid into the dance, and, and maybe that you could say that to an extent they were already. But the regular season doesn't particularly matter as long as they don't lose more than two games, which is something that they haven't done in a very long time in the regular season, lose more than two games. So when you're... You know, putting together your year and you're looking at the schedule, okay, what games do you want to go to? Uh, if you're looking at the calendar, maybe you want to go to the Penn State game October 30th, or maybe you want to go to the Oregon game on September 11th. Those are probably the two you want to pick, or maybe you make the trip up to Ann Arbor. So with that in mind, right, if we're thinking about the playoff, why not just wait and go to the playoff, especially if they're going to have a home game? Now, maybe the semifinals will still be bowl style. We're still waiting for that uh, feedback to come in. But after that first round where four teams are out, they're going to have a home playoff game. So if you're thinking about making a trip, if you're somebody like me who lives a little bit further from Columbus and I'm worried about a trip and I'm thinking about what game to go to, 
I think I like my chances of having a closer game in the playoff than any game on this schedule. And that's even considering that Ohio State will probably be facing, um, you know, the, the best team they could possibly face is probably like the seven or eight seed in the entire tournament. Um, so if you put Ohio State against a couple of those teams last year, I think those are slaughters too. Uh, even Clemson couldn't hang with the Buckeyes last year. So, and, and I don't think that's Ohio State, right? You can say, okay, well, Tim, you, you know, you're an Ohio State follower. You're all about Ohio State, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, when you're really looking at the schedule, there are still, it's the same problem. It's three teams competing for the national championship. No matter if you want them to play more games, it doesn't matter. And that affects the regular season, and I think it hurts the regular season. And this is something that even when they brought in the playoff to make it a four-team playoff, people were worried about that. Because if you lose one game, it's kind of toast, and you basically have to play to be undefeated, um, which is always the plan because you're trying to make the top two teams. But it was about the full season. It was about showing up and getting to a Rose Bowl or getting to a Fiesta Bowl. That was a huge win. You know, I'm from Boston, and I remember when Boston College was in the hunt to, with Matt Ryan to play in a BCS Bowl for the first time. It was a huge deal, which is really saying something because people do not get excited about football up here unless it's the Patriots, and now that the Patriots stink, nobody's going to get excited about football up here for a long time. Maybe with Jeff Hathley and the Buckeyes trying to see, uh, you know, rub off some of that luck, but I'm not sure. I think for the smaller teams, it definitely makes the season better, but for a team like Ohio State, it really devalidates the regular season because now Ohio State can come into this with the quarterback and say all right you get a couple games to warm up of course you have your Tulsa Akron Rutgers run and even Maryland that's four games in a row that you're probably going to win by a margin of 30 points on average between those games and if you go to Minnesota the first weekend of the year and stomp up on them what's in your way what is in your way? You know, Oregon you still get hyped for because it's a home game and they were supposed to do it last year, but that's not a program you're worried about. All the way down the schedule. I mean, I said Tulsa, Akron, Rutgers, but Maryland at home, Indiana on the road, Penn State at home, Nebraska on the road. I mean, Nebraska might have – Scott Frost might be fired by then. Purdue at home. Purdue always gives Ohio State a tough time. Michigan State's falling off the map football-wise, right? Didn't it seem like it was just last year that we were going up to East Lansing for that – Saturday night game where JT Barrett hit Mike Thomas on the slant before halftime and ran away. That was the game that won them the national championship, pretty much. That was the game where it was, you know, top 10 teams, and what does Ohio State really have with JT Barrett? And they went in there and they gave him their best punch. Where is that team gone? Other than that field goal that beat Ohio State and then the same year beating Michigan with the blocked, uh, that ridiculous uh, punt failure by Michigan. Michigan State's fallen off the map as well. And so we'll see what they happen with the new coach up there and if things change around. But it's going to take him a little while to turn things around. Um, and then Michigan you have. So you, maybe that line comes a little bit closer. But I do think, and this is what I was talking about with Dylan Tyre, one of the former hosts of the show, um, it is concerning to think about um, the regular season just not mattering anymore. For fans, it'll matter and people still go and they'll still fill up the stadium. But even losing the game, while it hurts and it's, it hurts your pride, it's not going to affect the end season. There's a very strong chance that we have a two-loss national champion, champion at some point here, right? If, if, say, last year where Clemson had Lawrence hurt, they lost to, you know, they lost to Notre Dame on the road, they spanked Notre Dame in the uh, ACC championship, but they could play them, and if there was another team in the ACC, they probably could have fallen while their quarterback was hurt. If you could get a team early and they fall to two losses, they're not out of it. And so maybe, 
you know, and I'm really back and forth on this, as you can tell, and maybe that makes me a bad host and whatnot that I'm all over the place. I do like the ability and the thought of an extra round of meaningful games, but I do really worry about, for a team like, you know, Indiana coming in to play at Ohio State, it used to be about spoiling their season. Now it's about getting a win, and, you know, if things get down and quick and it's over, then it's over. Um, and that really worries me as a fan, and as a fan of the game, I, I do think... Having those extra playoff games would be nice, but I just think you're going to get blowouts. And maybe you won't in the first round, but there are going to be plenty of blowouts. That's the status quo right now. I don't think that's going to change, and I don't think you're going to get a champion outside of the Big Four. I'm not sure if that's what you're looking for, if you're just looking for more TV revenue or some way to make the BCS games loop in to the playoff. But other than the fact that Ohio State's going to get a home playoff game, I don't see the added bonus for them. It's an extra game you have to play. It's a shorter time, probably after that Big Ten Championship. And then are you a disadvantage if you have to play the Big Ten Championship? Say Ohio State beats Michigan and Michigan has one loss. It's to Ohio State. Michigan gets a week off, plays in the playoff. Ohio State has to play in the playoff. And then they get their week after. So they could trip up in the Big Ten Championship and then have to play the next week if they were to lose there and they got placed down. So it makes that game mean even more for the winning team, for the losing team. You know, They're trying to just stay close so they can stay, they say, in the top 12. So maybe they play a little bit more conservatively. Maybe they say, all right, well, everybody's expecting us to lose to Ohio State now, and they have to play back-to-back games, whether that's Wisconsin or Nebraska or uh, Minnesota on the other side of the bracket. I think there's a, you're inviting a lot of gray area, and that's fine because that's what the NCAA does is they play in gray area and this is more of the college football playoff committee uh, than the NCAA as a whole. But with a team like Ohio State who is going to be there every year and going to be in the hunt, now you're just automatically in the finish line. There's no hunt for the playoff anymore if you're one of these big-time programs. On the back end, maybe teams will fall or maybe something crazy can happen, but I don't, I don't see Ohio State missing. They would have made it every single year so far. Isn't that crazy? If this is the way we were doing it from the start, Ohio State wouldn't have missed the playoff. Is that really the parity you're looking for? I think the only way you're going to be able to get parity that you're truly looking for back and forth is some kind of recruiting regulations or pipeline state lock-ins or anything like that where you're able to give teams like Minnesota or teams like um, Michigan to lock down their in-state and have access to that way. Like You can give more scholarships if there's a certain amount of in-state or just a way to make it a little bit more equitable because right now it's you know it's going to be Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, and then uh, the cliff. And I think you're going to see the cliff and maybe there's some good battles on the way down, but in that first round of the playoff, um, you're going to see a handful of cliff games with the teams that are 6 and 7 that should be hanging around playing teams that are 11 and 12 that were lucky to just stumble into the playoffs. And then, hey, maybe even one of those teams wins. The talent mismatch is so big. The talent drop-off from um, 3 to 4 is huge. Imagine the talent drop-off from 3 to 12. You're just giving Ohio State another game against one of these Michigan, Michigan State, or you know Penn State teams that are that are good. They have talented players. They have five stars. They have good coaches. But they're not on the same planet. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of Believe in Ohio State. Uh, th- thanks once again to our presenting sponsor, Bet Online. Visit the website um, on your mobile device or on your laptop to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And like I said, if you want some easy cash, maybe throw it down on the Buckeyes to cover uh, the season and win the Big Ten. I know you're not going to get great numbers on it, but I really don't see anybody stepping in the way. And particularly with the longer playoff, you might have better odds now as well if that's something they are able to enact. 
I will talk to you next week. Hopefully an episode on Wednesday. For then, go Bucks, and we'll talk soon. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.